Welcome to Revised Ministries Podcast. Um, as we near the end of 2023, I'm reminded of how contrasting this time of year can be for those around the world. You don't have to go far. You can just look at the TV and watch what's going on. Um, families, broken families, those who are poor at the moment, those who are struggling, those who are without. Um, another contrasting idea is um, families come together. You know, maybe it's been a long year. Some of the chairs are now empty. Some of the people in our lives didn't make it are not going to make it to 2024. This reality itself shows that this time of season of joy and reflection can be also sometimes almost full with regret, despair, for what one does not have anymore. And part of the way we express stories, whether they're stories of joy, stories of something that we're hopeful for, or something we regret, there are stories. A lot of times we learn and uh, stories provide an element that facts do not. Um, it includes the character, in most cases, people that matter to you. So, stories can provide a level of understanding and possibly even uh, move that individual towards some hope, some healing. Last month we discussed the importance of building a home and the difference between the verbiage of a house and a home. Um, and how there's some intangible kind of elements when we say a home versus just a house. Today we're going to discuss remind ourselves the importance of stories. I remember when, and I'll share this a little bit more later, how this podcast kind of started, and it was my story recovery. And having stories of individuals who were able to get through some of the roughest parts of their lives. But, as we begin, and I know those who are listening Maybe feeling pretty down. Maybe it does feel like everything's very bleak. You can't see it getting better. I, I want to start off by encouraging those who are listening to please find help. You know, wherever you are in the world, I know it's easier said. You know, some places have more resources than others. I don't like to reinvent the wheel. So if you are with family, friends, somewhere that you can ask three, these three words. I need help. 
you may not be where you want to be or where you feel you should have been, but during this time of year, you know, I would encourage to be kinder to yourself. A lot of these issues uh, may take longer than you would like. However, if you are facing the crisis where you want that you don't feel safe with yourself, I do encourage you to find um, help. Uh, disclaimer, if you are in the United States, and um, there's many different ways to seek help, but one of the ways is 988, the Suicide Crisis Lifeline, it's available to those in the States. Um, but um, if you go to Robert uh, Reekman, and if you trust someone, if you feel you can say, hey, I'm not doing so well today. I haven't been doing so well for months. I don't know what to do. Um, start here. Um, I know today, I'll be wrapping up this, you know, uh, this month, this theme. And uh, just reminded uh, of, of when I thought about this month a couple of years ago when I was doing uh, starting this podcast I felt it was important to do it in a way that in a way that is relevant for anyone who is listening um, the Rob Ministry podcast despite its name is not one Proselyzing. You know, I was speaking to a good friend of mine recently. I like to, I like to draw up the derivative of why I do this podcast, reflecting over the years. It really is so at the very, I guess, basic level. I would say yeah. this podcast is trying to provide a platform for those conversations we don't want to usually have. So, our topics, the idea is that I, I felt inspired to say problem is already there. So, um, hope and my vision of reviving the idea, reviving those conversations we try to shoe under the rug. We're trying to not have because they're difficult. And I find that um, silence can be loud when conversation is not being loud. So, looking back and remembering this month, I thought I wanted to address, and I'm still addressing contrast in this month and time of year. Um, in the basic idea of coming together as family, uh, seeing relatives, or not seeing relatives. So, with that platform, with that um, starting point, um, I use this quote for those who are guests this month. I even used it last month. I felt it was
was so open-ended um, very deep kind of think about what it may mean in our lives um, it's from George Moore he says a man travels the world over in search of what he needs and returns home to find it um, the old homage that you know some of the things that we are searching for is right in front of us but that that distance or you know that that searching element is necessary in the sense that I could tell someone this will be good for you um, but that individual has to come through that understanding it kind of makes um, the idea our stories and how we find hope a more intentional one. Um, I jokingly remember when I was in military. Uh, sometimes we were, we were a lot of us to have to kind of put our uh, technical orders or while we we're working on whatever equipment on craft or whatnot. And a lot of those instructions weren't as accurate, and. Um, Sometimes, I, a lot of times, you find a way to make work. Um, so, I feel the same way when it comes to our lives. We're traveling, we're trying to find, searching for purpose, searching for meaning. Some of our guests month touched upon it, um, about the importance of purpose, the importance of gratitude. These words are, you know, coined a lot, but I could say, quote, may seem inspiring, but there's, just because you've, just because an individual may find it true or even interesting, it only really means something if Come if that quote or or understanding becomes something that matters your story. So very individualizing each experience. Um, I, I remember at the very beginning when I started even the idea of revival ministry. I told my and those who are listening if you actually go to the website, which I feel I want to work on updating it. There is a portion of it, the about portion. And, you know, I was, like I said, in the Air Force. I did have issues um, I had fought my way. And, you know, I feel very grateful for the support I have now. You know, it's a little, hindsight is always 2020. Um, and also, I, I began to realize that now working in the medical field and also reflecting on my own journey um, that individualized individualized care individualized what happened you individualize culture culture and how that plays so someone's emergency may not seem like an emergency for someone else someone's story may not seem to make much sense someone else if you draw away the cultural 
part of it. Draw away the individual. So, a lot of times I remember um, one of the biggest complaints, even for myself, I felt, or later on working with in this field, is not feeling heard. Um, a story at times can feel like, or have that ability to have a person feel heard. Um, one of the questions I asked some of the guests was, what elements of understanding of your story helped you move forward? Um, I feel understanding that not everyone's going to understand, and that's okay. We are in a world today that used to say how, when someone asked, how are you? You would say, okay. Now it's more, how are you? Easy. And after COVID, I I do, uh, and during the time of um, global isolation in some regards, some areas, of course, increased um, the ability of being more. At least, I, I just, I just feel on the church side of things, they had to be more relevant on on the live stream. A lot of their congregations were at home. Uh, how do they continue to connect? However, another element, um, I feel, um, it was more difficult. So. Thinking about my story, you know, what has helped me before is understanding and being present and taking the time to ask questions. I have talks with myself, um, but also understanding that uh, and I used to say that it's kind of funny. I've been saying it recently, on and off. Humans are both exceptional and unimpressive at the same time. I think we are. Um, there's, just, there's, you know, it, at least for me, thinking about my story, um, I'm sure those who are listening, those who are, had um, maybe a tough upbringing or something has happened. Um, there might be cringe moments of some of the decisions you have made of even my decisions I have made and it's you know it's kind of and even for me I had to go through the idea of giving myself and being kinder for myself um, but um, I, I realized real quick and that avoiding avoiding a situation um, regarding the an area of my life that I don't really, you know, it's not party right now, or I'm doing fine and everything else, um, doesn't really help in moving forward. Um, and also with stories, is, um, there's always going to be elements of, uh, at least I remember, of sadness or anger towards something that has happened. Um, and again, I cannot speak for anyone else but myself, but I have to take a lot of time of not only forgiving myself, or forgiving those people, or forgiving the time, or understanding kind of 
the limitations at that time and of understanding. And what did not help me? Well, when uh, I got stuck on the should-haves. These people should have done this. Uh, why don't these, why doesn't this happen to me? And there's always this kind of coin, like, uh, but I, I feel that there, us as humans, there, there are times that we all feel like it would. Um, a lot of times, it may even feel exaggerated later on when you look upon it. I, I feel it's all process, at least from my um, from my uh, history and how I remember it. Each one of them prompted me to move forward and understand my story in a more fuller way. Um, so a lot of times we only have one angle and I understand why I would be really upset at that angle. However, when I took more time and I, I, I realized that you know, no one will understand what I went through, it actually became freer and allowed me to look at my story and what I've been through in a more um, non-constrative way. You know, it's, um, uh, that in itself has helped me kind of look at my story and look even at, at some of the elements that were cringy and ask the more deeper questions of why. I, I remember just recently thinking about connections. You know, a lot of times we, we emphasize connections without actually answering, asking the right questions. Um, and some of these questions will not be answerable yet, given the context of what I've been through. It, and it hasn't changed before. I may not feel very connected to around those who are my peers. And if I really look back and you know, put myself in the third person view, that's understandable. However, um, sometimes we trick them. At least for me, I, my mind to think that that is unfair. And sometimes we take extreme measures in our thoughts, and they can be highly toxic. Um, but um, I choose to, you know, to not just react and to think. Um, everything's on the table, and I think another thing that helped element of help understand my story and help me move forward is to allow that fluidity of mistakes. Now, we don't know you just ask any police officer or anyone accounting a car accident. You get totally different kind of um, statements. It's not that anyone's really untruthful. It's just that perceptions can really alter given the person's feelings. At least I could say for myself, I could feel that that has, um, I do feel more freer because I accepted that, not that people don't care about me or don't care about what I'm going through, it's that my, the level of understanding that I'm expecting is unreasonable. And that took a lot of time and reflection. There's this 
I want to share this. Um, um, I was reading about this. And I will put it in the notes, so if you want to check out this, uh, kind of copy and paste it, some of these things from this website. And I thought it was intriguing, and I want to share with you some of the things I've done myself. It's called Perceptual Positions. It's, um, it's an exercise that roots from NLP and an amazing way to build off four things. And uh, before we go forward, a lot, a lot of acronyms. So NLP I want to share is Neuro-Linguistic Programming and a set of principles and techniques aimed to enhance self-awareness, boost confidence, build communication skills, and motivate people positive social action. So one of the first things is your own uh, self-awareness. It can help better understand our own perceptions of the world. Second, empathy, better understand others. Third, um, strengthen the objective view on the situation. Fourth, discover possible cognitive perceptions and insights to any situation or relationship. As such, it's deemed to be a great exercise to use in training related, training related communications, presentations, skills, active listening, conflict resolution, emotional intelligence, leadership, or anything else. It's, I'm sharing this because I, I um, during my recovery and healing from what I was going through, I did a lot of mindfulness and um, I, I do. Um, the tapping a bit when I am I do deep breathing, progressive relaxation. All these things have helped um, in their own way. Um, however, you know um, one of the things that has helped uh, when I get stuck. Granted, um, you um, was to. To address some of these things in a more deeper way. Obviously, if you are, if it's a beginning in crisis, it's not time to just practice this and try to solve it yourself. Um, I do encourage you to get professional help in this, but this is just sharing some avenues of when we think about perception and how we may be able, may be able to address it. Um, like I said, I'll put this link to some of the 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 resource I, I did get some of this information from. However, everyone's situation, like I said, culturally, background, will not respond all the same. Um, and also our communications, lack thereof, and our connections are sometimes skewed in how we see or how healthy we feel it is or how unhealthy it is. And sometimes our actions towards it are, is uh, minimal or non-existent. Um, you don't like if you don't feel it's a problem then it will never be addressed um robin sharma said we live in a world where many of us have a lot of friends on facebook but yet we have lost human, connect, human connection one way connect like you know, like in the title of this um, the series this, this month theme is through our stories and experiences. Um, you know, I think about the cinema, about some of the notable things that draw people together is our stories. You know, um, so, uh, 
I am I'm reminded that, you know, um, stories have that ability and that element finding a little bit finding uh, some direction, some way of connecting to the world. I do encourage Sometimes I don't do as much for um, now, but before I used journal. Journaling can be helpful. You know, some people adopt to it more than others. But um, especially when I was at my lowest of lows, I, I do remember journaling can be cathartic in the way that at that time I felt no one wanted to hear me. So at least is it having you to cathartic put down paper what some of thoughts, feelings, the struggles I was going through. And, you know, there's several different ways I found to be helpful that it's really just addressing what is really on the top I guess, complaint. Uh, one, of, uh, one of those complaints, like I've said before, is inability to you know, um, then the bullet actually says, as connected as we are with technology, it's also removed us from having to have human connections. Made it more convenient to not be intimate. Um, I feel this is unfortunately the trend that we are going towards. Um, you know, um, things are convenient. And convenient doesn't always equal efficient, um, but we like to tend to say it is. Um, it is convenient to text, I cannot make this appointment, or I can't make this gathering, but is it efficient to the person's relationship or friendship? Probably be best to speak to the individual later about you know just to but it, it's not so much like every situation is different it's, it's just a dependence on finding the easier right way to not and again the conveniency and how we connect doesn't always wait to efficient connections at least for my for my experience uh, one of the questions I asked uh, some of my guests, what has helped you stay connected to your story? And I was, well, I mentioned writing it down um, and also just being more um, intentional about the surroundings. I, I kind of remind myself um, there's a time and place to talk about these things. And sometimes, if a person's really busy or just your spouse, a friend, however, maybe it's just, it may be uh, helpful to actually say, hey, I have something I would like to share with you. I know right now it's time, is there time for us to do that? Um, it seems so simple, but sometimes we just don't. <laughs> um, we just feel... Uh, they don't, you know, they, they're never, they're never, they're, they're never available. So, well, I, I just can't. And sometimes this is um, duality of how we 
things, things will turn out either or but sometimes if we don't um, what I find helpful um, they can just understand there's always usually a third off and it just takes a little bit of flushing out um, granted context and how will be different from every one I think Chinyu Chinyu I apologize if I realize game, but I love what this quote says. It says, Nobody can teach me who I am, describe parts of me, but who I am, to what I need, is something I have to find out myself. I kind of go back from the beginning. I know they'll use different contexts for November, but when I think about this quote and then you put it in this. On the side of this quote, it, it, for me, it kind of it, saying the same thing. Um, um, some you know, going around the world or traveling the world over in search of what he needs, that in itself is sometimes the process of finding, um, finding out what one needs. And... I feel if it's um, um, one thing is there's, there's this um, countdown or sense of urgency how long this process will take. And I try to encourage myself and those who I work with that it takes the time it takes. Um, sometimes if we are worried, at least from has helped me if I'm worried about a deadline or how long something is taking. Then I just I'll try to put something that's measurable to to um, go back and reassess how this item of my life, this area of my life, is doing. So I would say this part of my life is not going so well. But I'm gonna try this thing to you. That may help, but I go. I try to go a little further. Is what I'm trying to say. I will say, I will. I'm gonna mark in my calendar and reflect on how much progress I've made in those three months, or six months, or four months, and it just keeps keeps me accountable, but more. Involved, and that ha- in, in itself has helped me. Um, well, it helped me be intentional in what I need, and what I need will change just like everyone else. Um, what would I want as we wrap uh, this year, as we wrap up this month? What would you want people to be reminded of this December regarding finding hope in our stories? Um, that personalize, understand that you're just not there is more context in you that a lot of times we give ourselves credit for. I would encourage those as a final thought, kinder to yourself, but also forgive yourself. 
put measurable goals, you gotta start small to get to something bigger. But don't only just focus on those milestones. I think a lot of times self-reflection, finding ways to take time and see, hey, am I doing this well? Hey, I'm not doing so well in this. And um, see if you could find some way or some solution through this, through your story. And, and your story, you know, a lot of times will change as you go. Um, and um, thinking also about um, being intentional. So, you know, if it's, let's say it's a mental health issue that you're going through, um, treat it as you would a medical issue. And I've said this before, and it's not so much, you may be intentional with your mental health, but more on how it reflects on you. So if mental health drags on a little bit more than you would like, um, don't attach it completely to your value of who you are. Um, see if maybe this medication didn't work as well medication or if this therapy is not as helpful well tell the therapist that you're finding you have some concerns have that dialogue um, and also if you could find a way cathartic you can write down and express yourself sometimes there's a bottleneck of what's going on in someone's life so there's a lot of elements, but it goes stems to this idea of personalizing, personalizing your care. So whether it's mental health, substance use, whatever you're going through, family issues, personalize what that the care. So that includes self-care. On the other end of it, do not personalize external things that are out of control. Don't. You know, if you want, if you want to go to the beach one day and it rains, you won't say you won't personalize it against the rain because the rain should have known better to not rain at the beach. It's kind of ridiculous because rain is not a person. So even if it was a person, I would encourage you only try to focus on what you control today, and especially if you're really struggling. I say this um, wholeheartedly. So if you are struggling, don't try to DIY work out. Get professional help. Find someone. Or if you're scared of getting professional help, at least tell someone that you need help. You don't know what to do. Talk to someone. And um, yeah, those are the things I would like Spot. Like I said, it's contrasting this one of what feelings that may be going around. I kind of remember, like I said earlier this month, the episode. I remember my father. <laughs> it was snowing up north. I looked at his face and went, Man, he doesn't look too happy. How can he not look very happy? I'm a child. I'm off school, so obviously there was a very different kind of perception of what was happening. That was shoveling snow and, and 
I was just having the time of my life. So, recognizing that perception and how we see things do, do shift. And, um, and sometimes, um, being kinder of our memories, being kinder of, of those around us, and also finding ways to forgive. Uh, all these things can be helpful. Gratitude, of course, can be helpful. If you're, if you're able to self-reflect and be grateful for the things you have, on top of that, all those things are good, and those things may be good for those who are listening, but it may not click for those who are really, really struggling. I do encourage you, if you are struggling that hard, and you are feeling um, that it's overwhelming, that you do tell someone you need help. Um, we're ending 2023, we're getting into 2024. It's amazing. Um, this podcast started in 2019, and, uh, and around this, uh, this time of year, um, the podcast went through COVID. There was a lot of adjustments, and there'll still be a lot of adjustments as this podcast keeps moving forward. I do want to say to all the guests um, um, who've come on this year, last year, I do appreciate it, and of course, I appreciate everyone who is listening. Those who, you know, who find value in this, I do, I do feel kind of I'm not, I'm not one who, um, but I, I would say this: I am glad that at least some of this stuff is helpful those who are listening and I just want to say thank you listeners so for just being a part of this journey with me like I said primary streets is really just a platform for us to have the conversations that sometimes we don't want and remember to stay updated with things revive missions through various platforms revivemissionsfl.com is our website this is goodbye from the podcast. Leave me with this last quote. It's from Martin Luther King Jr. says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving.